Have you ever thought about how your voice is like your fingerprint? It's very unique. It's true. It's like a signature. There's no other voice out there exactly like yours. So if you really want to command attention and respect in any room, we need to learn to harness and elevate your vocal presence. So if that's something you are interested in learning more about, I've got a solution for you. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about harnessing the untapped power of your voice. We're going to dive deep into the science and the strategy of turning your voice into your most attractive asset. So get ready to stand out, be heard, and captivate with your vocal presence. After all, every great conversation begins with a memorable voice. So let's dive right in. You are listening to the Speaking Made Simple podcast, where we simplify the process of becoming a captivating communicator by bringing you practical tips and strategies so you can learn to show up and speak confidently anytime, anywhere. Hello, my fabulous leading friend. Welcome back to the Speaking Made Simple podcast, your ultimate communication playbook. I'm your host, Chila a speaker, author, and the founder of the Speaking Made Simple Academy, your trusted guide to making every word you say count with a touch of elegance and a dash of sass, perhaps sometimes a little bit of sarcasm as well. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that we looked at and studied a bit this subtle dance of body language, exploring how we can command rooms with our nonverbal cues. We discovered how to hold ourselves with authority, how to connect through eye contact, weave stories with our hand gestures, and then how to control the rhythm of our speech. And today we're taking our exploration one step further. Because ladies, as we've established, it's not just about what we say. It's about how we look when we say it, and even more intriguing, how we sound when we say something. Today, we're focusing our spotlight on the potent power of our vocal presence. We're exploring how to make your words not only heard, but felt, remembered, and influential. So let's journey through seven steps to hone your voice into the compelling instrument it is meant to be. Before we get vocal with our seven practical tips to help you craft a confident and captivating vocal presence, I want to remind you that the Well-Spoken Woman Manifesto is available to you to download right now. Like I mentioned, so much of how we communicate, how our words are received, and how we look to those we communicate with has to do with our words, our body language, and our vocal presence. But you know what's even more important or more foundational than these techniques we learn to really transform ourselves into compelling communicators? It's our thoughts. How we think about ourselves when it comes to speaking, showing up with our message, our self-image, our habits, and our identity around communication is what is going to 
catapult us or hold us back more than anything else. The most successful women who are also magnetic communicators, they identify as a magnetic communicator. And because of that, they develop habits of a great communicator. They identify as a great communicator. They show up as one. And it all starts with our thoughts. And this is where the well-spoken woman manifesto comes in handy, helping you rewire your thoughts and beliefs around speaking and helping you see the habits of the most well-spoken woman so that you can start thinking, identifying, and showing up just like one. And as I said before, this is a free resource available to you right now. So you can go ahead and download it at speakingmadesimple.co forward slash manifesto. It will be a game changer in your speaking mindset. I promise you. Okay, now let's get to it. The top seven tips to develop the vocal presence of a leading woman so you can get your message across confidently anytime you speak and show up in any room. So the very first question we got to stop and ask of ourselves is why? Why is it important to improve the sound of your voice? Well, simply put, a strong voice that is enjoyable to hear and listen to has an advantage over the person with a voice that is weak or perhaps too harsh, too aggressive. A strong voice, according to statistics, gets interrupted less often and commands more attention. And here's a fun fact for you. And when I say fun fact, please notice my sarcasm. In professional settings, women tend to speak less, get interrupted more often, and have their statements analyzed more harshly. Interruptions are directly correlated with the strength of the speaker. If you have a strong voice, you are seen more competent. So that's one of the reasons why it's important that we take a look at an honest look at our current voice and take an assessment. Are we utilizing our voice to its maximum capability? Because just like everything else in life, your voice can be strengthened. It can be enhanced. It can be developed and built. You can get your voice to the next level. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, how to do that. So now that we answer the question of why it's so important to pay attention to your voice and your vocal presence, the next natural question we need to think about is what impacts the sound of our voice? Okay, ladies, I want you to hold on to your sparkly pants because I'm about to get very technical, but just for a brief moment, I promise. (laughs) The professional singer in me who's been doing vocal warm-ups and vocal exercises since I was 14, she really wants to come out and play just a little bit. (laughs) So let me just tell you the three things that play a role in the sound of your voice. Well, the first thing is your lungs, which is the power source for your voice. The power of your voice comes from the air you exhale. And so the more air you have 
to support your voice, the stronger and more resonating your voice is going to sound. So lungs are important. Second, your larynx, commonly referred to as your voice box. It sits right at the top of your windpipe and it has two folds, right? Your vocal cords. And these vibrate, producing the sound of your voice as the air goes between them. So larynx are also extremely important. And then the third thing is what I refer to as the MSNT track, (laughs) which is basically your mouth, sinuses, nose, and throat. The sound that leaves your mouth is influenced by the shape of your resonator tract, uh, meaning your sinuses, your nose, and your throat, how it's all put together and shaped. And this shape is unique to you and it creates your unique sound. And these play a huge role in how you sound. That's why when you have a cold or a sinus infection, the sound of your voice changes because it really impacts how you sound, right? And so now we know that there's three things that really impact our voice. And why am I telling you all of this? Well, because thinking about how your voice works can really raise your awareness about how to improve the sound of it. And when I give you all the tips for improving the sound of your voice, now it will actually make more sense to you. So let's dive into those speaking tips. Now that we answer the question of why, why it's important to pay attention to your voice and why is it important to enhance and elevate the sound of your voice. Now that we looked at what impacts the sound of our voice and how resonating it is or how powerful it's sounding, let's talk about some of the tips that will help us to really elevate our voice. Well, tip number one is to warm up your voice. Think of your voice as an instrument. Before you play it, you need to warm it up. As I mentioned earlier, from the time I was 14 years old, I always had a vocal coach because as a professional singer, one of the things you don't want to do is to damage your vocal cords. And vocal cords are muscles, just like any other muscle in your body needs to be worked in order so you know you don't pull a muscle or you don't strain it or you don't like break it because you can actually um, strain your voice to the point where you could lose your voice. There are so many professional singers out there who have to have surgeries done because they're not using their vocal cords correctly, right? So when it comes to your speaking voice, you have to think of it as something that you need to take care of. You need to warm up, not only to protect it and for it to have longevity, meaning that if you need to speak for a long time, your muscles can actually have the strength to carry you through, but also to make the sound of your voice more resonating. Just like with a muscle that you use often, like let's say your biceps, they get stronger and bigger, your vocal cords do the same thing. And the bigger it gets or stronger it gets, the more resonating it's going to sound. And so it's important for you to warm up your voice. A quick exercise could be humming or singing your favorite tune gently to stretch your vocal cords. 
Try this before your next presentation or an important meeting that you're doing. Or if you know that you're going to be talking for a long time um, one day, before you get started at the beginning of the day, do some light vocal warm-up. Tip number two, breathe for power. A voice supported by breath is a voice of strength and authority. By practicing diaphragm breathing, meaning breathing into your deep into your diaphragm, it's going to help you have enough air to actually support your voice and giving it more strength. And here's what I noticed. When we are nervous, right before we give a speech or we have to talk in front of an audience, what do we do? We actually, our breathing becomes shallow, which does what? Makes our voice sound even weaker because there's not enough air to support our voice for it to sound more resonating. And so this is why it's important to constantly remind ourselves to breathe better. Breathe deep into our diaphragm so that we have enough air to support our voice. And a great way to exercise for this is to try the 478 technique where you inhale for four counts, hold for seven, and then exhale for eight. And you'll notice a difference in the resonance and the power of your voice when you do this exercise. Tip number three. Pace for effect. This is something I touched on a little bit in last week's episode, but too fast, if you speak too fast, you can come across as nervous. If you speak too slow, you might sound boring. So you need to find your Goldilocks zone where your pace is just right. And sometimes you need to speak a little bit faster, especially if you are making a point or you are excited about something and you might need to speak a little bit slower if you want people to really reflect on what you are talking about. But the point is that you need to find your comfort zone, right? Where you sound most confident as far as your pacing goes. And a good way to do that is to record a one minute monologue and then play it back and assess your speed. And then experiment with pacing to find what feels natural, confident, and commanding to you. Because we can tell almost intuitively when we listen to ourselves, is this the natural tone of my voice? Is this a more natural pacing of my voice? Because I can tell many times when I'm nervous. If I'm nervous, I tend to speak faster And I can consciously think of it and say and tell myself, okay, I need to slow down a little bit here. Okay, tip number four, inflection for engagement. Inflection adds color and melody to your speech. And by varying pitch and tone, you keep your listeners more engaged and more attentive. So I want you to try reading a paragraph from a book out loud. And emphasizing different words each time to explore the dynamics of your voice. And try to think of it as you're reading the paragraph. Does this require a a stronger tone from me? Does this require a bit of a higher pitch or a lower pitch? 
Um, if I'm talking about something intense, that might require a lower tone. If I'm talking about something exciting, that might require a higher pitch, right? You can hear it in my voice. So play with it. Read something aloud, record yourself, and see where you can play around with your voice. Tip number five, the power of pauses. Embrace the power of silence. Pauses underscore points. They create anticipation and allow listeners to digest your words. Now I know, I know, pausing is very uncomfortable for most people especially when you have to give a presentation on stage. Everybody's eyes are on you. But I can tell you right now that really great communicators who are masters at delivering presentations, they use pauses very intentionally, and it is so powerful. I never forget going to an event, and the keynote speaker came out on stage And after the applause died down, he was standing in silence for 30 seconds. Everybody was so uncomfortable. You could tell 10 seconds in, people started fidgeting. People started looking around. They were wondering, did he forget what he was supposed to be saying? Is he too nervous? What is going on? Right. And it was the point he was trying to make that pauses can be so powerful and it can be so attention grabbing. So you want to make sure that you use pauses with power. Try adding just a two second pause after making a significant point and feel the weight it adds to your message. Let that uncomfortableness take over. Uncomfortable feeling. I don't know. Uncomfortableness is a word. (laughs) Probably not, but let that uncomfortable feeling fall on the room for just a couple of seconds, because I promise you it's going to work. Tip number six, adjust volume. Your volume is a powerful tool in capturing attention and underscoring your message. It's not about being loud. It's about creating dynamics. I remember my husband talking about a colleague he used to have at work who only had one volume and it was maximum volume. Anytime he would walk the halls, people knew that he was coming because he was so loud. And as a result, unfortunately, people many times avoided him because they knew that any any conversation they would have with him, the whole hallway would hear it right? And so a lot of the times people were avoiding him because they found it annoying. And so the, the, the point that I'm trying to make here is that it's not about having a loud voice or having a softer voice. It's using a volume that your message requires in the moment. Because again, if you are talking about something that you're passionate about and you're really wanting the audience to understand why something is important, something that you're talking about is important, you definitely want to get a little bit louder. Now, if you want people to get into a place where they're more reflective or perhaps you're talking about a topic that is more sensitive, 
you definitely want to lower your volume a little bit, right? So you want to make it fit for whatever your message requires in the moment. Practice altering your volume during a conversation or while you're practicing a speech. Noticing when to be loud and when to soften can really add depth to your communication. Tip number seven, final tip, ditch the upspeak. Ending your sentences as if they were questions can really diminish your authority. And this is something that has been um, a trend nowadays. According to statistics, especially the younger generation uses a lot upspeak in their communication, which, as I said, really can make you sound insecure. Because when you say um, we should meet tomorrow at seven, right, it makes you sound like you're questioning yourself. You're questioning your own statement. But when you say, we should meet tomorrow at seven, that sounds very different. You sound more assertive, right? So pay attention to your pitch at the end of sentences and consciously work on downward inflection. Practice this in casual conversations until it becomes second nature. Let your words fall where they may without making yourself sound like you're questioning yourself. Own your statement. I love, my husband says this all the time, let people feel the weight of who you are. And I like to say, let people feel the words that you are saying. Don't back out on them, own them. Okay, friend, there you have it. Seven practical tips on how to elevate and enhance the sound of your speaking voice, how you can use your voice to command more attention and respect anytime you speak. The seven keys to mastering your vocal presence. Now, remember, your voice is like your one-of-a-kind signature. It's time to fine-tune it and let it sing with confidence on your behalf. I can't wait to hear your voices rise to new heights. I want to thank you for spending the last few minutes with me and investing in yourself. I know your time and your attention are your most precious assets. So the fact that you stayed this long really says a lot to me. I want to encourage you to keep showing up for yourself. Keep showing up for your audience because your voice, story, and message need to be heard. And the world needs that unique thing only you can offer. And one of the best ways that you can do that is to just simply show up every single day. Show up for the people that need to hear from you. But many times what holds us back more than anything else is our own thoughts. Our own thoughts telling us that our voice doesn't matter. Who would want to listen to me? Why should I speak? Am I an expert? I'm not good enough, right? All of these unworthy stories and thoughts that are on repeat in our own minds. And so the very first step for us to be able to show up more confidently with our message is to actually rewire our own thoughts around how we speak and start identifying as a well-spoken woman, because when we start identifying as her, we start 
developing habits of a great communicator. We start taking actions towards becoming an even better communicator. And then we start showing up more confidently as a result. And that's why I want to encourage you again to go and download the Well-Spoken Woman Manifesto because it's really going to help you not only learn what well-spoken women think of themselves and what they identify as, but then also what are the habits that they develop and nurture every single day in order for them to really become great communicators and make the impact that they want to make with their message. So go to speakingmadesimple.co forward slash manifesto and grab this free guide for yourself so that you can, you can see it and look at it every single day and start transforming yourself into a more confident and highly skilled speaker. Okay, friend, this is your time to step into your spotlight and shine. Okay, friend, bye for now.